0: Before we start today's show, I want to remind everybody, if you're interested in joining our Dirtball Fam meetup in Amarillo, Texas, we are currently looking at dates. We've looked at the weekend of August 16th through
1: 18th. Our first tentative, Texas sod poodle baseball date.
0: That's right. We're really We're t-
1: tentative, get into the chat. Let's talk about it.
0: Let, let us know. Again, August 16th to 18th, we have to know because we are booking certain suites, maybe one, maybe two. We have to know ahead of time. So if you're interested in coming to the Dirtball Meetup, again, that's August 16th to 18th. Slide into the DMs, and we'll add you to the group chat. And also, if you want some beer koozies, if you leave an iTunes review, I've been sending them out all week. Leave your Twitter handle, Instagram handle, any of those things in the iTunes review, and I will follow you back and send you two koozies. And last but not least, check out my other podcast, The Dent Report. This week I had Lance Bass on. We talk about his new documentary, The Boy Band Con, and it is a great episode, and it's not too long. I think you guys will enjoy that as well. Okay, Dirtballs, let's get the show started. <laughs>
2: Dirty Sports Podcast. I said, "Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Rude, the Angel Pray No." Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast.
0: Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host. Andy Ruther, coming to you live tonight from the Smut Studio in lovely Venice Beach, California. I love California. It's a great place to live. Such a great place. So happy I left Ohio with my co-host, Joey Nochopreno. Hello, Andy. Inside
1: Joke. Um is it an inside joke? I mean we've we've thrashed the Midwest pretty openly on this show.
0: I love the Midwest still though. I'm from the Midwest.
1: You just don't want to ever be there.
0: I want to see my family.
1: Cool. So and they're holding them hostage.
0: Yeah. Basically. You're tired tonight.
1: I'm a little tired.
0: This is your I don't want to say your Jordan flu game, because you were not gambling all night at a casino. Were you?
1: No. Okay. No, this is not my Jordan flu game. This is not
0: your Jordan flu game. No.
1: I'm just a little tired.
0: A little tired. Yeah. A little fatigued. A little fatigued. Chris Wilde wore you out today.
1: I, yeah. Well, Chris Wilde and I had a fantastic morning. I went and picked up his son from school with him. That was great. And uh, yeah. Well,
0: you showed up at a... How old's his son?
1: Seven. Second grade? Anybody? anybody, first, uh, anybody first grade.
0: I and them Did they think you guys were a gay couple? Maybe. Two guys showing up. You have the mustache.
1: I mean, we're in Hermosa, so or Redondo, Redondo Beach, California. Two gay men picking up their son at school. Completely reasonable thing. It's not Kansas. We're not going to get shot with somebody's concealed firearm for being homosexuals. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love it. I absolutely love it. You're saying we got a lot
1: of freedoms here. It's not not free to be human beings.
0: You're saying we're more open here in the lovely state of California. Uh, We're more accepting.
1: Smarter. I was, was what I was going for. (laughs) Not believing in antiquated religious beliefs. (laughs)
0: We got a lot of sports to talk. Right we now.
1: do. I'm yeah. looking at a big. Let's not shit on Kansas too much. Let's let's not spend too much time shitting on Kansas. I often forget it's even a state, so it's not really worthy about t- talking about. If you don't have a hill, I don't think about your state.
0: <laughs> That's a meme right if you, there. If you, don't,
1: if you don't have a fuck, if 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 topographic maps are not required for your state, I don't think about you.
0: I love that. If you don't have a hill, I don't think about your state. Yeah. Now, when you run for president, are you going to skip all those states that don't have hills? Because there's a lot of them.
1: Yeah. Have you seen any presidential election in history? You don't need to win Kansas, bro. Nebraska? You know why? Because no one's fucking there. Nebraska? That's how it works. Iowa? Iowa? Yeah, I'll focus on Ohio. I'll be like, your chili sucks, guys. Grow up. And uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll bring back coal or some, some stupid shit you got to say to the fucking 40,000 coal miners that haven't escaped. I oh, love chili. <laughs> uh, you in the coast in Florida. You're president.
0: It's going to be a fun show. I can yeah. already feel it. I can feel the energy. It's feeling good. And I'm wearing my death row socks. Can I get these on? Can I get these on?
1: First of all. (laughs) California? Fucking Kansas. uh, I don't know. How do I get these on camera? Change in elevation, you fucking
0: dork. Look at these amazing death row socks. I'm very proud of them. Another great California record label. R.I.P. Death Row. Suge Knight. Okay, so the NBA playoffs, we're currently watching the Clippers-Warriors game five. We just watched the Houston Rockets win the series against the Jazz.
1: It wasn't easy. Wasn't easy? No. I mean, it was a th- 4-1. They had to work for it, though. Yeah, a little bit. James Harden,
0: you know that. You know how they are... Have you paid attention to how they're... Yes, the I have. The strategy of how they're guarding yeah.
1: him? Yeah. Here's, here's of a, letting
0: him shoot the floaters.
1: Yeah. Here's an idea for the next team. Uh, don't do what the Jazz did.
0: Why do you say that?
1: Because they lost 4-1.
0: They were also playing a better team. What do you mean? I mean, I we agree Houston's a better team, right? Sure.
1: Yeah, significantly better.
0: But but I guess I guess my point would be James Harden didn't have a good didn't have that good of a series though. Like he started 0-15 the last game. This game I believe at one point he was 2 of 12. So personally, he didn't have the best series. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to dispute that?
1: No, I'm just I just want to see what he finished with. Um because you know the the thing about James Harden right now is like you get him to play like that and you feel like you accomplish something. Meanwhile, he scores twenty six points on ten for twenty six shooting and you lose by seven. So, good job holding James Harden to a twenty six point game in in a elimination game.
0: Well, well, but but again, he didn't have that good of a game. Other guys in twelve
1: for twenty six is. What? 10 for 26? 12 for 26. Oh,
0: you said 10 the first time.
1: 12 10 for 26, sorry. 10 for 26 is It's
0: not good shooting percentage.
1: Every Michael Jordan playoff game in history? But
0: we would you and I would both be critical of Jordan or Kobe if they were 10 of 26.
1: I mean, 10 of 26 is like it is what it is, you know what I mean? And this is the exact same thing that we've said that we said last episode and I don't want to uh, you know, be redundant, which I know People are just like laughing at the idea of that on the show. Six rebounds, six assists. You know, he shot three for 12 from the three point line. I mean, that's the big, that's the big thing, you know? Yeah. Nine misses from the three point line. Um, and they were giving him, you know, they were trying to let him come in and then they forced, you know, the, they're going to, okay. He missed had nine, nine missed free throws, but like last game, he didn't shoot that well. He had double digit assists. Yeah. Do you think, do you think James Harden will have more double digit assists in this current playoff bracket than Kobe Bryant had in his entire career? Uh
0: I don't know. I don't I, I wouldn't I wouldn't know those numbers in front of me.
1: Right. Um if you had a ballpark, you think you would be close?
0: So your your th- thing is Kobe Bryant
1: uh volume shooter, often not great field goal percentage, also not the point guard of the Lakers and not leading the team in assists and you know probably had what two career fucking playoff triple doubles?
0: I know, but but hold on a second. So so, what is your analysis of James Harden first series? Because he, I'm saying he, didn't,
1: he did. He didn't play that well, and they won four one. And I'm sure he led his team in scoring and assists.
0: I'm sure he did, but he didn't play that well. That's all I'm saying. They won.
1: He didn't play that well compared to himself. Correct. I'm saying this much:
0: if James Harden has the last two games that he had moving forward against, which we assume is going to be the Warriors, he can't play like that is what I'm saying. Sure. You'd probably agree.
1: Yeah. And, the, like, We've you said, seen and Mill- like you said, the Warriors a lot better. Now, the big thing with the Warriors is the Warriors this year as compared to last year when they got pushed to the brink by a Houston team that had an injured Chris Paul uh, in Game 7 is that this year the Warriors will have home court advantage. And that's going to be... A major factor and you're absolutely right that james harden has to be the best james harden to yes. beat to beat the warriors now that being said the the jazz got james harden to play ugly sure and they lost four one and i'm sure no one's gonna do it because he's not lebron james and he's not james harden and he's not you know somebody that people want to hate but um Donovan Mitchell went four for 22 in the final game. He scored 12 points. He was zero for nine. Yeah, for three. He, he, so he was awful. I know when that happened to James Harden a few years ago when he was on the Rockets uh, in his first season, that was when it was, James Harden is a playoff choker. That was when that headline began. So is Donovan Mitchell a playoff choker now?
0: Well, he didn't have a good series either.
1: No, he didn't. And they lost 4-1. I'm just saying... You my, my point is this. There's a lot of things that you can do in basketball if your goal is let's make James Harden play ugly. Okay. Your you affect your team and its offense and its defense when you, when you change your style for the sole purpose of say take James Harden out of the game. Yeah. My point is it was not effective whatsoever. They lost 4-1. A couple of games weren't close. This should not be your strategy. Well, then what is the strategy? If you're the Warriors for next round? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, if you're the Warriors for next round, you know, be... you, you Basically, all the Warriors have to do... The, the, the Golden State Warriors strategy should be be the best the Warriors can be. You don't really have to think... If I'm Steve Kerr... Fuck. Let James Harden score 50. He's, there's one guy. We have Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Klay Thompson, Draymond. We're significantly deeper and better. So let James Harden have work all he wants and push himself to the point of, you know, I don't know, passing out, scoring 100 points a game. Yeah. Hitting all his shots. We have multiple guys that are all NBA level players. So the only way the Rockets, even though I'm I'm like I I give them a great chance in the series, but the only way the Rockets win is if the Warriors aren't them their best self. And that's on you know is Kevin Durant suddenly like somebody in Kevin Durant's head? Is Steph and Kevin Durant not trading the ball well? Does Kevin Durant go into hero mode? Is Draymond fucking getting kicked out of games? Is Steve Kerr getting kicked out of games? Like the Warriors are an unbeatable team if they just play their best basketball. We all agree on that. Yeah. So the idea that they should have a strategy. It's almost like um, you know, people talked about Lawrence Taylor, like Lawrence Taylor, like how do you prepare for to to tackle Barry Sanders? He's like, dude, I don't prepare for other people. Other people prepare for me. To me, if you're the Golden State Warriors, even talking about how to handle another team, you've already taken one L. Why do we have to worry about them? We've won three out of the last four. We have two Hall of Famers, maybe three in our starting lineup. I don't know. How are we going to prepare? I guess we're going to see if they can keep up. Can one guy, facilitating their offense entirely, shooting and being their leading passer, can, can he do that? Yeah. That would be my strategy. If I was Steve Kerr, I would never talk about the other team. Yeah. I'd be like, all right, good luck to them.
0: Sure. I want to talk about last night's game.
1: Yeah. He called Dame.
0: Now, now he's somebody who does pretty much show up in the playoffs. Like this guy is a fucking
1: Well, this is this is I, I referred to it last night as this is uh Damian Lillard's Rodney Dangerfield season. He's been the, getting a little respect over here. <laughs> he he wants his fucking respect. <laughs> this guy has had enough.
0: Love that reference. Yeah.
1: He's he's had enough. He ain't trying to hear Russell Westbrook. He ain't trying to hear anybody he's 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 out to prove it and and what i said is you know be careful not to try to do so much but last night i mean i'll tell you the truth i still think that was a great example like he tries to do too much you you still play a buzzer you know he's taking a shot at the buzzer he had to score 50 to do it like this isn't a this isn't like a something that you can count on being your strategy. Yeah. Hey, uh score 50 and hit a 40-foot buzzer beater to win the game. That's not that's not a seven game series. Did you strategy. see what Paul
0: George said today? Paul,
1: Paul George said it was a bad bad shot. Is that what he said?
0: Well, he said it was a like from a, you know, strategic sense, you basically it was a bad shot. He hit the shot, but as far as, you know, the final play of the game, that's not a good play saying it's a bad shot.
1: I mean, it's not a great shot. 40 You're 40 feet from the basket. 37-footer. Yeah. Um, But again, they won the game 118-115. That's the worst shot in history if you're down one. Oh, yeah. But they weren't down one.
0: I don't mind it when you're tied at home. Yeah. That's the thing. That's what Dame Lillard
1: was saying. He was like, you want to go to overtime? I'll score 70.
0: It's not the best shot, but again, you're at home. You're tied. Also,
1: he's made like four of them in the series. Exactly.
0: You kind of have house money on that shot.
1: Also, he's kind of feeling himself. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, hey, dude, it like it's a good shot, simply because he was confident to take it. Yeah. Also, Paul George, you were out there guarding him. But my, my thing, my thing is this: he wasn't, he wasn't off him. He yeah, didn't, yeah. he didn't pull a forty-foot shot because he was like, if I get any closer, I'll be covered. Paul George was out there. Paul, Paul George was worried he was going to take that shot, my, and then he did.
0: My thing is these guys are NBA players.
1: Yeah. L- like let's not forget
0: that. We're talking the highest level of the game. These guys can hit these shots. That's that's what's so amazing about the state of basketball now. And they showed some stats I got home. I didn't, you know, I had my show, so I didn't see the second half of that game sadly. But obviously I watched all the highlights, saw what was happening. They had some stats on it. And I don't have it directly in front of me, but he He's hit the, like, this isn't, this isn't, uh, this isn't, uh, what, what's the word? Like an anomaly? Sure. W- you just do something once. This isn't an anomaly for him.
1: That's why I said. He hit it four times. He's said four of those shots in the series.
0: So it's like him taking a 37-footer. I'm m- telling you,
1: he's feeling himself, man. He, like, the the that's a good shot because he was like, I'm going to take it and I'm going to make it. And guess what? He did. Yeah. And fucking Paul George got Dr. Vinny Boomboxed. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. because. Dame Lillard's here for his respect.
0: Sure. I like the Dame Lillard, Rodney Dangerfield reference. I mean,
1: we also called him a Toyota Corolla in sport mode, so I think he's out to get us, too.
0: Well, no, no, no. That was not disrespectful. I'm going to put right, that out there. Right. Hold on a second. What I said was, when I get my Corolla hatchback in sport mode, that thing is hot fire. Yeah. There was no disrespect for Dame Lillard, for the record.
1: But I want to move... It's a good, val- good value car, that Toyota Corolla. Honestly, what can what can I even do in a Tesla that you can't do in your Corolla? You know? What could I do? Go 140? I mean, what else?
0: I mean, basically...
1: What else? You know, this, you know el- what else?
0: this SoCal traffic, you ain't going 140 on that 405? Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. You know?
0: Just saying. Twerks with Wolves is here. Did you want to hop in? Did you want to hop in? I'll get you on mic here, buddy. Do you have something to say? You're, you're looking at me.
2: Um, well, he's producing I mean, the show. I mean, I'm glad to be back, so... That's one thing, you know. Just in the middle of finals, I had to leave my my bubble out there in Malibu. But talking about Damian Lillard and about those stats with his uh, his high percentage from deep, he's uh, five for five this year se- or that series now from shots of thirty to thirty nine feet. Whoa, five for five. So, yeah, I mean that's he's stats. perfect. He's yeah. killborn.
1: five out of five, five out of five from
2: thirty to thirty nine feet.
0: He didn't miss a
1: shot. Yeah, we did it, five out of five.
0: <laughs> now I see the YouTube comment section is on fire right now. Aaron is back. That's great. He's going to be moderating the YouTube comment section. By the way, I I see a lot of hockey comments. Guys, uh, I don't know if you're new to the program, but... uh,
1: I watched the end of uh, Sharks Nights last night.
0: Okay, I watched all the highlights.
1: Good good game there. It was a
0: great game. Yeah, man. There
1: have been some epic game sevens. When we talk hockey, I I feel like I'm doing the Chris Farley show. You remember that time you guys played two overtimes? You won the last goal? This is awesome. Sharks. It was it's a bu- awesome. It was a bullshit call. Uh, if you say so. <laughs> From what I've seen. I mean, I was like, oh, that, uh, cool. And then I went back to the Dame Lillard highlights. I was like, show me that shot again. Yeah. Show me him like posing with his fucking crew.
0: There's, there's been some wild NHL game sevens and, and people were, a lot of people were mad that we did not cover that the Tampa Bay lightning were number one seed and got swept by my Ohio Columbus blue jackets guys. Uh, we just don't cover hockey.
1: Yeah, we tried. We tried to have a hockey correspondence.
0: We've had multiple,
1: multiple hockey sports. We've we've had uh, three hockey correspondents. Yeah,
0: but there's only so much we can cover, and and, and I think we've addressed that. We're, we're going to cover what we like and what we watch. I, I mean, I got two fucking TVs. I mean, I need the, I need a, I need a I need a third and fourth one well, for hockey.
1: Well, here, but here's the thing. Well, what am a, I doing here? Here's the, here's my thing. Always with hockey with soccer whatever, there's someone out there who, like, the casual fan knows more than I do.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: The casual basketball fan does not know more than I do about this NBA game. So that's what you're here for, right? That's what you're here for, for baseball, for basketball, for football. Like, I, you, you tell me about the hockey game. Yeah. I don't know. They played a long time last night. Couple of those guys probably didn't have beards before that game. You started. actually bring
0: up a great point. When people say you guys don't talk hockey,
1: we're gonna you know, have. You not- want me to embarrass myself? Yeah, We're
0: not gonna have good takes. My yeah. take is gonna be like, wow, that was a great shot. I couldn't do that. That's my, that, like those are my like. I watched, you know, shout like,
1: out. To- I, like I imagine if I was like to gonna, like my fear, and it's always a fear, and that many people on the internet don't have this fear. You know, but I don't want to be the I don't want to be the guy who's screaming Kobe Bryant is better than LeBron James in some sort of hockey term. Sure. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You, you don't want to get just in- like saying shit that I fucking you know the internet tells me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Austin fucking Rivers or whoever the fuck the guy in the Maple Leafs, Austin whatever is the best hockey player of all time. Like I don't fucking know. Yeah, you know, Craig Craig McDavid or some shit. See, I don't know. He's the next Gretzky. Like people going to be like what are you talking about bro? I'm like I don't know. What happened to the, what happened to the name.
0: other dude on on Pittsburgh?
1: Craig McTavish didn't wear a helmet. I know that. That was from the 90s.
0: What, what what's the guy they call? What's the guy that called call Pussy on Pittsburgh? He's won a few uh
1: uh, uh Bill Crosby.
0: No, he's won a he's won a few Stanley Sidney Cups. Sidney Crosby. Sidney Crosby. Yeah. Bill Crosby. <laughs> yeah,
1: he he drugs the other <laughs> hockey players and then that's, <laughs> that's how he scores all his goals. He waits for him to fall asleep. And then five hole, five hole, five hole. It is
0: pretty funny though seeing dirt balls be like. Are you guys covering hockey? That that'd be like me listening to a political podcast. And also like,
1: where does it end then? Yeah. Like, uh, spoiler. I hate to break it to you. I know that there's passionate hockey fans out there. The proof is in the pudding. Very few people care about hockey. Like, are we going to talk about fucking motorcycle racing next? Are we going to talk about NASCAR? We going to talk about like, you know? I think it's
0: disrespectful to put those in the same parallel
1: oh well look at the ratings for nascar and hockey sometime get yeah, back to me
0: i guess i don't know maybe i should
1: they're not showing nascar on the golf network that's for sure
0: yeah i do want to go back to nba playoffs i want to bring up the oklahoma city thunder mm-hmm. they've now lost three straight first rounds yep they've gone four and twelve the last three playoffs
1: But damn Russell Westbrook's stats have been fucking legit.
0: But but, but that's <laughs> kind of what I want to bring up. Well, actually, his stats in the playoffs have not been good at all. Right. Uh, so my point is this. If you're Oklahoma City, since Kevin Durant left, three straight first-round exits, you've won four out of 16 games, you're not just losing series. You're getting blown the fuck out. He's going to be 30-31, I think. What is the... Next move because you have Paul George, like you have a great. I would player try with to get him.
1: like a Russell Westbrook and pair him with like a Kevin Durant and a James Harden. That's what I would do. Okay, maybe like a Serge Ibaka, yeah, shot blocking, three point shooting center to like space the floor.
0: Okay, you know,
1: yeah, maybe something like that. Yeah, maybe get like a beefy power forward to just like wreck shop in the middle, like a you know, Kendrick Perkins type or something like that. Yeah, that would be a good. That would be good be a solid strategy. Do you give them any I mean they had they drafted all three of those guys and now they have one of them and it's Russell West. It's the it's the worst by far. Uh if you're the, if you're the Oklahoma City Thunder what you should do is go back to Seattle and call yourself the Sonics and try to
2: forget this ever happened. Aaron
0: wants to hop in here. He's chomping at the bit.
2: Well, it was, it was today Bleacher Report posted actually a, a really good article about what's the next move for Westbrook, pointing out some of his his stats from this past season that he only shot 29% on three-pointers this yeah. season, which was for the year. For the year, 29%. 29% which is awful, and he was of the players that averaged over 20 points a game, he was dead last in efficiency rating. Interesting. Behind guys like uh Andrew Wiggins and, and Dennis Schroeder even. Like he's he's down there. He's out he's The got, German he's dropping Dennis off. Schroeder. Yeah. Which I know we talked about Game of Thrones comparisons recently, and it makes me think, is Russell Westbrook Littlefinger? Chirp, oh! chirping in the GM's ears, getting rid of getting rid of KD? Aaron coming in hot. Is Russell Westbrook Littlefinger? Gets in the position of power and then, you know. Fumbles the bag.
0: Who's gonna slice his throat? Spoiler alert!
2: I think.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll, another one. Another. Uh, what about uh, who's the dude who fucking was feeding people the dogs and then got murdered?
2: Uh, Ramsey
1: Bolton. Yeah, Bolton, Like yeah. kind of like the the super villain. Ramsey Bolton. Him. Yeah. And Trevor kind of looks then, like And him. then in the end, everybody was like, "Yo, fuck that dude!" Like literally, the whole world was like, "Fuck that motherfucker!" We can't wait to watch. Like Russell Westbrook is like. Going on, like he's pissing off a lot of people. He's pissing off teammates. He's pissing off his coaches. He's pissing off opponents. He, I mean, how? If you had to, if you had to weigh it, what percentage of Damian Lillard's success was Damian Lillard, and what percentage of it was what, Russell Westbrook inspiring him to lose his goddamn mind? It's like, bro, you're out here talking shit. Like it ain't close. Yeah. Honestly, if you're the Oklahoma City Thunder, I think retraction, I think I think relocating is the move. You gotta your t, you were once James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Russell Westbrook together in the NBA finals at like they were all like twenty. They were young. Yeah. And and let's not and forget. now you have none of them except the worst one. I think the Thunder, I think they need to disband the Oklahoma City Thunder. I know a lot of people are driving hundreds of miles across Kansas to get to their games and go, <laughs> and go see Thunder games. Can you imagine driving across Kansas to watch a Thunder lose in the first round every year on an ATV? Thank God you got your gun with you. Kill yourself when you're done. <laughs>
0: I hope this is what happens when I show Prano my, my DMs from dirt balls before the show. If you guys only knew, if you only knew, shout out to AJ. Uh, if you only knew, I know how to get Prano all worked up. Show him some Dirtball DMs. Now, you do bring up a good point because I always forget that those three were together. But a lot of people also forget this point. The Thunder were the favorites in that finals against the Heat. So people who like to shit on LeBron, he was actually an underdog because, once again, they did have Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, James Harden. Now, they were young, I will say. James Harden was technically coming off the bench. He was a sixth man. I believe, was he sixth man of the year?
1: Yeah. So they were young, but... In case you're wondering how the Oklahoma City Thunder are run. Dear God, they lost... They They have like one of the great offensive players in history. Coming off the bench, yeah. They're like, "Eh, come on, let's limit his minutes. We got to get Sasha full, full, full shot fucking more minutes." Was he starting? Yeah.
0: Who was that starting five? It was Serge, KD, Russell Westbrook, Cephalosha, Snuffleupagus. Yeah. whatever. yeah. And then uh, Steven Adams wasn't there yet. No. Was Nick Collison starting?
1: Probably. I mean, was I think was Perkins in that on that final team?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, Perkins was. Actually, can we look that up to work?s Can we look up the? I believe it's the 2012 Oklahoma City. What is uh, what's that starting lineup like?
2: Uh, you got Kevin Durant, Serge Ibaka, uh, Kendrick Perkins, Tabo Cephalosha, and Russell Westbrook, and then Harden's the sixth man.
0: Unreal. So Cephalosha. By the way,
2: I'm I'm,
1: I'm not even jo- like so. Also, let's look at let's look at some of the, so. Enos Kanter, huge in that Portland series. Right? Yeah. They traded him to the Knicks with Doug McDermott for Carmelo Anthony, who was awful last year. Yeah. Immediately moved. Now out of basketball, shooting alone in a gym with a fucking winter beanie on like he's fucking Trevor, or <laughs> Reuther for that matter.
0: <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. I did not play basketball with a beanie. The beanie comes off. Oh, speaking
1: of yeah, so I'm saying, hold on, I'm saying, tr- hold on I'm saying trade uh Russell Westbrook and move back to Seattle. That's my advice for Oklahoma City.
0: I like that, but I want to bring up some in dirtball house stuff I know we got a lot to cover in
1: dirtball house stuff, okay, house dirtball
0: whatever, Trevor or not Trevor, Jesus Christ, oh boy,
1: Trevor on the brain,
0: well, you just said his name that's yeah. why it reminded me
1: yeah, Aaron. Yeah.
0: Gets here a little early today. Uh huh. He says he's been playing a lot of basketball. Uh-huh. And word for word Uh-oh, out here of we his go. mouth. Grab that microphone, Aaron. Word here we for go. word out of his mi- out of his mouth. I just let him talk. I didn't say a word. Oh, and then man. he said this. Here we go. And then he said this. I think I'm ready for Prano. And my response was have you grown five inches? <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, we've done it before. I hate like I'm by the way, I shot hoops yesterday. I, I felt like I was shooting on a, on a planet without gravity. I, I felt like I'd never shot a basketball before. I'm terrible at basketball. I'm out of shape. I'm also six foot four. And that's life, man. I, I mean,
2: I, I, know, I know the height is such a factor. But I'm, I'm thinking, I mean, I played for three days in a row. Yeah. I was feeling real good. Yeah. And I was thinking, you know what? I mean, I was tempted. I was thinking, I'm almost going to post an Instagram story. Ooh, and tag Joe, take it to IG. That's how good I was feeling. I mean, I was hitting my step backs. I was hitting the 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 drift moves around point. I was I was getting to the rim, okay. But at the same time, I realized now <laughs> those guys are all at the most five eleven. Yeah. So Aaron, you're shorter than me. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Height is not my game, but hustle, <laughs> yeah,
1: hustle, <laughs> hustle, like, hustle and
2: heart. What well, well, about the, this? this, how about
1: is, this? Th- I th- I told Ruth this. this is unbelievable. I told Ruth it's like you can go around me, but once you're by me, then what? Well, how about then this? Then you get the shot up? How about this? I'm just chasing you down?
0: How about this? How about since you and I are of basically equal stature? Why don't you and I play each other? I haven't played forever. So I got I got no 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 game right now. Why don't you warm up with me? That's a fair game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all for it. And then you you see how you do. You know, if you beat me, cool. And you go on to pray now. If you don't beat me. You can never longer come back into my you studio. Get, you only
1: get to face the boss. <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, he, yeah. Like it's not I'm like EJ was that. bad at basketball. EJ was going by me every time, and then and then ask yeah. EJ how that goes once he gets by. Yeah, I mean, you know, I did nothing uh, for this height. My dad's five six. So I honestly don't know how it happened. I'm assuming the mailman at this point. Um, and yeah, just just basketball experience and height. It's all I got because I'm not good at basketball anymore. That's for sure.
0: Well, there you have it. Let's play. And we can, you know what? We can play. I was telling Prano, you don't have to do the Venice Beach courts. We can go down to Santa Monica. Basically, you have your own court down by Ocean Park next to that ocean. Because I know, I know we just have the ocean out here, and that's, that's all we have. Because I know they have basketball courts in Kansas. I believe they have basketball courts in Kansas right next to the beach. Don't they, Prano?
1: I don't know. They've-
0: With girls in bikinis? While you play and you just look at girls in thong bikinis, anyway, I think they have that in Kansas. I've heard things, uh, but we can do that if, if that if that's cool with you.
2: Oh yeah, I'm all for it. Let's uh, we'll stream it too, maybe get some okay. content going.
0: Okay, I'm down. I'm down. Well, maybe we can uh, maybe we can put a little wager on it. Maybe we can use some of those earnings from Robinhood. That's right, guys. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks. ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free while other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade. Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there is no account minimum deposit needed to get started so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of Dirty Sports a free stock like Apple Ford or Sprint to help build your portfolio. So sign up now at dirtysports.robinhood.com. Okay, Prana, we got some more basketball news before we move on to NFL news and NFL draft. Uh, we got to discuss this, Bill Walton stuff. I'm sorry. That's, that's, how dare you? Wow! Wow! Wow, you. wow! 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I take that back.
1: That was very. I mean, we got. We should. The only thing we should talk about Bill Walton is how disappointed Bill must be in his son. Yeah. I mean, he did not raise him that way. No, I can tell you that for sure.
0: Well, these are all allegedly. Facts Luke Walton has been sued for sexual assault by Kelly Tennant. And I, I, I know her because as a guy who has Spectrum Sports.net, humble, humble brag. Yeah, as a guy who still has cable, a little humble brag in there. Uh, she used to host uh, the Lakers shows on there, and she is a you know, a, a broadcaster I don't know what you, what you want to call her, you know, news media, sports news media out here in LA. In legal documents, she's claiming that she was assaulted. Actually, right by here in Casa del Mar, which is right on the beach, uh, about a mile and a half north of here in Santa Monica. And I will just read um, two what it's- mi- two miles. That's where. It's
1: exactly where I ran to the other okay, day. Okay, two miles. It's two miles. It's two miles. <laughs> two point one.
0: In her suit, she says uh, they had a relationship, and she had gone up to his room because he was going to write a foreword in her new book. And they w- she went up to the room
1: and claimed. Stop that- going to their rooms. Stop going to ho- men's hotel rooms. Okay, Stop.
0: well, well I'm, not, I'm not putting that on her.
1: Okay, I am. I'm not putting her getting assaulted on her, but I'm putting, like, the Harvey Weinstein. The, how many of these things happen in men's hotel rooms? Stop going to hotel rooms. The only person who has an excuse is that girl who got raped by Ben Roethlisberger, whose job requirement is to go into hotel rooms. Otherwise, stop going into hotel rooms. What Casa del Mar has a beautiful bar. Yeah, beautiful. You want to meet somebody? Meet him in the bar. Why does why is her for book forward? By the way, I'm again. I totally believe this it happened Whatever, completely wrong. You can come to my hotel room. I'm not going to assault you. But guess what? Don't come to my hotel room because why would you come? I don't invite people to my hotel room. I'm not like, oh, come meet me in my hotel room. Yeah. I'll, I'll come meet in the lobby. I'll come meet at the restaurant. I'll come meet at the fucking pool. Like, this isn't, I'm not saying she did anything wrong. I'm just saying, ladies, I know we don't have that many, but like, listeners, but God, don't go to the hotel room. Well,
0: just know your situation. I think that's what Joe is trying to say. Be aware of your situation, and l- like how this went down. She goes up to the room. She claims that uh, she claims that she was going to be raped. She said that he was relentless, and that when they got up to the room, he forced kisses on her neck, face, and chest. You know, she was screaming. He was groping her. You, you know, the, all the details are there if you want to look it up. I don't have to rehash all the details. It's not good stuff. Um, this was in 2016 when he was then assistant coach. Of the Golden State Warriors, uh-huh. the Lakers claim they knew nothing about this when they hired well, him.
1: They've already fired him, so they don't even. What, what are they? So well, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know, but I don't, know why, uh, I don't even know why they're chiming in. Honestly,
0: well, obviously he's now the head coach of.
1: Well, the, she just she's just suing him now, right?
0: She didn't. She said she didn't want to go. Uh, she didn't want to, you know, come out with this
1: because she works with them
0: you know cuz at the time she literally was working for the Lakers not for the Lakers but she was working for um you know Spectrum right Spectrum SportsNet
1: sure so we'll see what happens but uh not not good that's for sure not a good move
0: no but
1: uh i mean look i can't make i've no idea what happened no no one will ever know what happened um I guess. Give me the reason why she's deciding to lie. Like she's suing it. I, guess, I mean Well,
0: according to Luke Walton's people, uh, she's trying to. No, I'm sorry. The word that they used. I saw this repeatedly. She is an opportunist. Okay. That's trying
1: to capitalize. Everybody knows how. You know, it's the the best thing for you is to be the uh, victim in a sexual assault scandal. Yeah, it's always good for PR. Uh, everybody, I mean, everybody who watches Late Night with Monica Lewinsky every night. knows that it's next stop, fame and fortune. Yeah. Not being called a whore everywhere you go—that's not what's going to happen here. No, she's gonna she's gonna be the next host of the Bachelorette.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't like that either. I don't I don't like them trying to say that she's an opportunist.
1: Now, when I hear things like she tried to get him to pay money for, first, and then he said no. Okay, now we're talking uh, extortion and all that, and you just want you know somebody trying to make a buck or whatever. But like, you know. I, I can't think of any reason why somebody would be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I fu- this guy fucking tried to finger me, and I, and, and I tried to stop him, and now, nah. Am I verified on Instagram? No. Like what? Like an opportunist? Who's who's spinning this into like?
0: I mean, that's a wild phrase to use, opportunist.
1: Yeah. Uh, I you know, an, an
0: opportunist would be like this. It'd be like after my brain injury that I use that. To get on shows out of sympathy, right? Sure. Like, I use that to get a late night spot doing comedy, or I use that to get on booked on comedy shows in LA, be like, dude, you know, I had a brain injury, right? That's an opportunist.
1: I mean, there's a lot of, you know, variations on, you know, taking advantage, but like, I just don't see, again, I have no idea what happened, but.
0: And by way, she hasn't worked. She hasn't worked for Spectrum Sports Net for at least over a year I know too. Okay. So, maybe like you said, she was waiting till she doesn't work for a Lakers pre and post show
1: or she was <laughs> waiting for him not to work for the Lakers. Or that? What do you think Bill thinks of all this? I can't imagine he's very happy. Yeah. Yeah. I got to I got to think that when Luke gets that phone call you know the famous phone call that bill you often does. yeah you know I, I imagine if we could get bill to call and tell us what he said you know
0: okay well aaron can you uh i i see aaron's he's working the boards over there i think we actually
1: i'm going to go use the bathroom while you get bill on the phone cuz i never get to talk when he's here okay anyway, so
0: you use the bathroom i think we have it queued up can we queue up uh i believe we have a voicemail of the recording that bill left no no actually we have the actual phone conversation it's it's only bill talking this is what bill told luke when he called him when he heard the news that he was sued for sexual assault
1: hello luke walton this is your father bill walton calling once again your father william walton your, your one and only father in life. Just call him because I've read the uh, reports on ESPN.com, BleacherReport.com, Sports com, many other .coms, which, by the way, is uh, a web address uh, uh, shortening. Anyway, point is, uh, very disappointed uh, to hear. You know that these are not the kind of things that I threw down to you as a father. I, I didn't say, you know, groping and kissing girls amongst their neck and chest and head. It's something you... Now, throwing throwing down elbows and dunks and jump shots on people's heads and chests of course we worked on that many times in the garage and many times out in the yard you know, keep the keep the ball high don't bring it down throw those elbows out toward their chest give yourself some space hit that fall away jumper but holding women down you know better than this I didn't even let you have girls alone in the teepee when you were growing up I said you wanted to take little Susie from down the street into the teepee, and I said, you know, a a good young boy doesn't sit alone in a teepee with a good young girl. So that's why I was there with you as a buffer, your father, Bill Walden, a seven foot buffer, making sure that there is some room for the Holy Ghost, as they say, as John Wooden used to say when he would show me the pyramid of success. And uh, I'm, I'm disappointed. I hope it's not true. I hope you'll call me again. Your father, Bill Walton, tell me that this wasn't the case. And I would like to get together sometime for some peyote tea to discuss whether or not this happened. And if it did, how we can make sure that it never happens again. Once again, your father, Bill Walton calling. Please call me back, Luke. Very disappointed your mother's crying. Not your real mother, but my new wife, the small Asian lady that didn't birth you. Anyway, we're all sad here. Uh, this is as sad as I've been ever since I was eating uh, my cereal out of a bowl on the floor like a dog, committing, thinking about killing myself because my back pain was so much. I've never felt pain this strong. And again, I almost murdered myself because of pain. So that should tell you how much pain I'm in in my heart right now. Please pick up the phone and throw down a call to your father, Bill Walton. You've got my number. Talk to you soon, son. Love you, no matter whether or not this is true. Love you a little bit less if it is, though. Have a great night. Again, your father, Bill Walton, calling. Woo! How, how did the call with, uh, was it, a, it, was, it was a good call from Bill? It was did a good Bill, call. Good voicemail?
0: Yeah, it was, it was very uh, heartfelt. Very honest, and uh, it was very Bill Walton-esque, and, and and he actually referenced, you know, we saw him give an amazing speech. We read his book, he, you know, which he discussed being suicidal. He actually referenced that.
1: Oh yeah, in I his voicemail, he, would, he was laying on the floor and all that, eating cereal, yeah, like a
0: dog, which he talked about in his book, and when we saw him down in uh, Orange County. Anyway, hopefully uh, it's resolved, and and hopefully. I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's not a good situation. I I wonder
1: if Bill will comment on it during one of the, uh, like, during a college basketball game or something next year. I hope he won't. Yeah. But, like, also, Bill's a loose cannon. So you never know. You never know what that guy's going to pull out of his bag.
0: Well, the Lakers are looking to hire a coach. Ty Lue came back for a second interview. They also interviewed Jason Kidd, who did not have any success. Not really.
1: Um, he's, he's he's coached two other NBA teams now. The Bucks,
0: I and Brooklyn.
1: I am still of the opinion that Ty Lue is a complete and utter fucking dope. Okay. And I understand that LeBron has a relationship with him. And I understand that the, you know, uh, the Lakers are basically LeBron James at this point. And I understand that maybe LeBron would prefer a guy that he could control. Totally makes sense. LeBron hasn't always made the best basketball decisions off the court. Um you know, I didn't I didn't watch enough like game in, game out, Nets Bucks, Jason Kidd, basketball. Yeah. But he was certainly a fantastic uh coach on the floor when he was a player. Sure. Um he's obviously got a ton more experience than Ty Lue, just in the basketball world, um, but look, I don't know, I don't really know what their options are at this point.
0: I look at it this way: I agree with you about Ty Lue being the mouth open, bubbling it. But look, they did win a title. I'm not giving him credit, but my my point is this: he does have that relationship with LeBron. Yeah. They did make it work. They made it work enough to win a title. I,
1: I think that. That's I th- all I'm saying. But I think that that's going to be, if anything gets him the job, it's going to be that. And that may end up being like. They also lost multiple with him as their coach and the best player in the world. Now, granted, they were out completely outgunned, but yeah. like, we saw some fucking. Like, I mean. What the fuck was uh what the fuck was J.R. Smith doing out on the floor? What why didn't Ty Luke call the timeout? You know, like we have a whole bunch of fucking question marks. I, I think he'll probably end up getting the job because of that success and because of the relationship with LeBron. I'm not sure that here let me let me put it this way. If I was the Lakers I would not hire Tyloo. Then who do you hire? Is the question exactly that? Is the question
0: you got Tyloo? You got Jason Kidd? You got Monty Williams? I haven't
1: talked to Monty Williams. I haven't talked to Jason Kidd, but they're when they show up, they're in the lead. They're both ahead of Tyloo, unless LeBron's saying no, man. We I talked to all of them, and it's got to be Tyloo. I was like, look, I am not gonna make a decision that goes directly against what LeBron James wants. But I'm going to tell him, hey, man, before all this starts, you guys want a title together. And I get that. And I get that you guys have a relationship. But let's be honest. That was you. I don't think he did a great job coaching. And unless these guys come in and embarrass themselves in interviews and have absolutely no thoughts or ideas on how to make this Lakers team work, I'm not hiring Ty Lue to be the coach of this team. Just so you know that, LeBron. And then after the fact, if LeBron walks out of the three interviews and he goes, yeah, it's got to be Ty. I go, all right, I guess it's got to be Ty. Here we go. I don't think we're winning a fucking NBA title, but bye. <laughs> you know? like, Let's be honest. The Lakers aren't winning unless they get a big free agent to go there. and I, And I don't think it has to be the I don't think they need to get the Kevin Durant. I don't think they need to get the Anthony Davis. I don't think they need to get the um Kawhi. Like I we've seen with LeBron before and I don't think LeBron's done like I mean he's certainly on the tail end of his career, but I don't think you know, if he can get healthy and he and he can stay healthy, he's done it before with not really supporting Great supporting casts. Like, yeah. The idea that like people want to be like, oh, Kevin Love was an all-star. Just stop it. Just like, stop. Like, What was Kevin Love in the playoffs? Like, Okay, he was an all-star. Like, well, he had never been to the playoffs until he joined Cleveland. Right. But what was he in the playoffs for Cleveland ever?
0: Like 18 a game?
1: Was he? Was that his playoff average? I mean, in the finals, he was never fucking great. He had the one defensive... Stop at the end of the one they won against Steph. Great, but, like, he did it with Kyrie.
0: I'm going to guess Kevin fucking- Love's playoff statistics are 17.5 points, eight rebounds a game. What are they, Aaron?
2: So, total career, playoff points a game, 15. 15.3, and rebounds. I bet 10. Nine point seven. So yeah, ten, fifteen and fifteen
0: and ten. I mean it's it, it's it's a it's a contributor. It's a good contributor. All right. I'm not saying he's awful.
1: I'm just saying right now, you take Danilo Gallinari off the fucking Clippers and put him on the Lakers, he just got a player that's going to be better for him than Kevin Love was ever for. Why do you say that? Because Kevin Love's a better rebounder. Great. But like we're watching this game just on in the background. Like the, at least the guy's making fucking plays in the playoffs. Like wh- what's your standout Kevin Love game? What's your like? I can't believe. Remember that fucking one day Kevin Love went off. It's like again we're we're getting sidetracked here. My point is LeBron doesn't need a ton of help. Just get him some help and get him a fucking halfway competent coach. I look. I don't know which one of these guys is the most competent coach. I didn't have two interviews with them. You know, I don't know what Monty Williams is but doing. What's the I don't interview know what process?
0: This is what I always want to know.
1: What's what the fuck are your is your strategy with this team? You go, hey, Jason Kidd. This is what we got. What the fuck do you do? You were a point guard. You're one of the best point guards in the history of the game. You got Is Lonzo Ball a point guard. If you're interviewing for the Lakers job, you better have that answer. Yeah. No. You know, look, if, if if Jason Kidd comes in there and he goes, Hey, man, is Lonzo the point guard? I mean, can we make it work? Maybe, but I'd prefer you trade him, try to get us somebody else. Okay, at least you fucking said something. You know? No, absolutely. Of course he can work. Now, don't go in there. Like, yeah. You got to have, you got to have, you know, you got to tell me, tell me, you're going to be the coach of this team. Can you win with this team?
0: Sure. I mean, it's a disaster situation,
1: though. It's not a disaster. It's a bad situation. LeBron James. You're still the Lakers. You're a destination. Sure. In Los Angeles.
0: It's not a good situation, though, right now. No. That's all I'm saying.
1: It's not a disaster, though.
0: You know what's a disaster? And I just want to... I I think I said this last episode, but I just want to reiterate. What is a disaster for me is watching... Cincinnati Reds games on TV and seeing 14 people at the fucking ballpark. I'm going to say it again. If you live in Cincinnati, if you live in northern Kentucky, any of the surrounding areas, guys, go support your team. Tickets aren't that much. Go hop on SeatGeek. Take the family down to Great American Ballpark because tickets aren't expensive and the best part is that you get $10 $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. I know you can get four great seats. I guarantee it. I give it you can get four great seats in Cincinnati for 50 bucks. You go on SeatGeek, use that promo code DIRTY, you get $10 off. I'm excited because I was also looking today on SeatGeek. We're looking at Amarillo, Texas, Joe, for the Dirtball meetup. We're looking at August 16th to 18th. And then I was also looking at tickets on SeatGeek for Astros and also the Texas Rangers. So, Dirtballs, let us know if you want to be involved with that because we're going to be acting fast on that. Just like you should be acting fast on SeatGeek. Best of all, listeners get $10 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Guys, SeatGeek supports our show, so we hope you support them as well. Use our promo code DIRTY for $10 off your first Purchase. You can use that for concert tickets, sports, comedy, whatever you want. Remember that's promo code Dirty for ten dollars off your first purchase. And uh, that is a big announcement. We're looking at August 16th to 18th, Amarillo, Texas. We're gonna choose one of those night games. The Friday and Saturday game, I believe, are at seven o'clock. I believe the Sunday game is at six o'clock, and we're looking at suites to run out of suite. And it's going to depend on the number of dirt balls. So if you guys are listening to this now, DM us. We will add you to the DM group chat that we have, which I think is like twenty three or twenty four people strong, and uh, finalize that. And what do you think, man? Hit up some ballparks in Texas.
1: Sure. I got. I've, I've been to none of the ballparks in Texas, and uh, again, I'm halfway through the ballpark, so I gotta I gotta start checking ones off the list.
0: Hit up some major league ones, some minor league ones. Yeah. Do it all, right? Absolutely. I was I was watching, before we get to NFL, I did want to bring up this quick point about uh, baseball. When I was watching the Reds game yesterday, they, they were saying, and this probably isn't going to surprise you, but I guess it was news to somebody who is more of a casual baseball fan. They were saying Major League Baseball is kind of freaking out right now because... No balls are going into play. And they and they said some stat. I wish I would have written it down during the yep. game. They're basically saying the percentage of at-bats in the current 2019 season that are either walks, home runs, or strikeouts is at a record pace. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no balls in play. Yep. And they're saying that ruins the fan experience. And baseball is having an issue with it.
1: That's absolutely true. And uh, we are at I, what I, I mean. You, you're saying it's more than ever. I think that this is a peak of this. I think, um, you know, launch angle, uh, higher velocity of pitchers. There's now the, now the new, the, the latest baseball trend is if you have a good breaking ball, throw it more often. Um, hitters love to sit on fastball, and it was always work your pitches, you know, use your. Off speed pitch to counter your fastball. And like, there's a new thing that's like, if you have a good curveball, throw your curveball like 70% of the time. And I think that this is a trend that is certainly happening in baseball, but I also think that this, that it is going to, that the wave's going to crash back and like roll back a little bit. Um, I think, I think some teams are getting away from having an approach that's all launch angle all the time, all strikeouts, home runs, walks, because you look at the teams that have success outside. Like you look at the teams that are having, like the, you know, the Royals in 2015, that was like a contact team. The Astros, everybody can hit, everybody can run. Yeah. They hit a lot of home runs because they have a lot of fucking great players too, but they're not all, or they're not an all or nothing team, you know, uh last year we had the Red Sox. Yeah, they hit a lot of home runs, but they're not an all or nothing team. Now, the Dodgers hit a fucking lot of, lot of home runs. They're, you know, a strikeout or home run style team. They're losing that World Series. They're they've lost two World Series in a row. So, yes, it's not a it's not a Super Bowl or bust league like the NFL. It's not all about Winning just the championships, but I think some teams are going to say, if everybody's doing this and we go, we focus a little bit more on trying to get back to hitting the way y- we used to. We might be the one that yeah. you know, cracks through. Um, I think that this is the peak moment for the the concerns that you have. Pitchers are throwing harder. Pitchers are throwing more breaking balls. A lot of swinging misses. A lot of walks. A lot of home runs. Absolutely, but where's the Yankees World Series with Judge and Stan? Where's the Dodgers World Series with Bellinger and you know all the guys that fucking? We're also talking John World. Peterson. We're talking
0: World Series. There's, right. only, there's
1: only one World Series winner, right? But I'm saying you can't. Get to the World Series and then start playing that way. The Dodgers can't be all or nothing home run and then go, Well, when we get to the World Series, we'll change our style. Yeah. Like if you're the Dodgers, like let's say you're the you're Dave Roberts or you're the GM of the literally, if you're anyone on the Dodgers after losing back to back World Series, your only goal is winning the World Series, right? Yeah. They're not they're not excited if they win the division this year and lose in the first round of the playoffs. Sure. So, yeah, there's only one. But but, but it's got to start but, but, somewhere. But
0: you're, you're talking specific teams. I guess
1: I, I, I'm just reporting what, what I'm seeing. I, I, and I, I, don't, I don't have an opinion, no, to no, be no. honest. I agree with you 100%. And I'm saying that I think everybody, it, this is always the way it goes. Something happens, everybody goes, oh, that's what works. Let's do it. But then if it doesn't work for you, Right? Let's say you're the, I don't know. Let's say you're the Atlanta Braves. Okay? If everybody's doing that and you're young and you're like, maybe try playing a different style. And that's why I think it's going to, I think it's the wave is going to crash back. And, and, and other teams are going to start thinking, well, if everybody's doing that and we're not winning, then maybe we should do something different. Well,
0: for me this year – Because, again,
1: there's only one team that can it, win.
0: It's interesting as I watch games. I think the strikeouts are just so misleading. My point is, do you think, a, you think a, a pitcher is in such control because strikeouts? Like yesterday, take example yesterday. I'm watching that Reds game. Sonny Gray's pitching. He's got eight strikeouts through three innings. He hasn't given up a run. I'm like, wow, Like he has complete control of this game. Then he just gets tagged for four runs. Sure. And my point was, it made me think, was he really in that much control? Or were they just swinging at shitty pitches? Or barely, you know what I'm saying?
1: Or, or Second time through the order.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. First three innings. So he was
1: in control. And then they were like, okay, now we know what he's doing. We all had a look at him. Let's go again. Matt Harvey is famous for being third time through the order. You may as well light him on fire. Yeah. And that's part of the game now too. Part of the game is pulling guys in the fifth inning and being like, "Don't let them face him three times." And now let's go. Let's have a six man, six inning man, and a yeah. seventh inning man, and eighth inning man. And now you're facing. So now you're going to have even more strikeouts. I'm saying I think. I mean, the, the stats are true, and we all see it. And a lot of baseball fans, especially old baseball fans, hate it. I'm saying I wouldn't be surprised if teams start trying to think outside of that box that they have created over the last three or four seasons of launch angle, walking a bomb, walking a bomb, walking a bomb. Yeah. Yes. Like, for example, in the NBA, yes, everybody is shooting more threes now. It's where, but like at some point you're going to see a team go like, we're not winning and we're shooting all these threes. Yeah. We have to do, maybe we shouldn't be the three shooting team.
0: Sure. Gotcha. All right. Well, let's move on to NFL. Lots of NFL news. We'll we'll finish the show with all the NFL news, draft stuff. Uh big news today. There's a lot of signings today or extensions, whatever you want to call it. Um Big Ben has signed a new contract with the Steelers. We just talked about him the other day. Yep. He's a 2-year extension worth 68 million. Uh he will now get sixty-seven and a half million in guaranteed money for his next three years. Well, here's what I found interesting about this contract. His contract, as I look up the tweet from Adam Schefter, is uh, it's three years at eighty million, I believe, with sixty-seven million guaranteed. It's a lot less than Russell Wilson. Still,
1: it's still a lot of money, though.
0: It's a lot of money, but it's a lot less, and I find that interesting. The guy who's played a lot longer, who's played in three Super Bowls. Uh,
1: He's fucking 40. That's
0: what I'm saying. I don't mind this contract. I saw some people...
1: I actually do kind of mind it. Why? Because...
0: It's through 2021.
1: Let's recap. Let's recap a couple of major headlines from Ben Roethlisberger the last couple years. I'm going to retire. My... Wide receiver and I are beefing. I've had full-on meltdown games. And we missed the playoffs last year. He threw for
0: 5,000 yards last year. He led the NFL. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, are, are, we putting, are we putting them missing the playoffs on him solely?
1: No. But part of that has to be that on Antonio Brown... Right, Brown
0: didn't even play the the final game,
1: and and why was that? And they again? lost, and why was that? Well, obviously, there's an open beef with his quarterback Ben Roethlisberger? So that's on both parties, sure. But thirty nine years old or thirty eight years old or whatever, threatened to retire two no, years no, ago. No, he's not
0: that old. He's 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 about a year or two younger than me. I'll be thirty eight. I want to I want to say Ben's
1: thirty six. Okay. Threatened to retire a couple years ago. Has had some full meltdown games recently. Beefing with his star wide receiver to the point where that guy left. Missed the playoffs last year. You're in till 2021? I, I don't mind it. It's
0: three more years. I mean, he, like I said, he could drop off. He led the NFL in passing yards last year. I'm a big fan of his game. Personally.
1: I'm selling all my Steelers stock.
0: Selling all your Steelers stock. Yeah. They still have Juju. They still have James Conner. They still have a good O line. The defense always is at least average. I'm not ready to sell the Steelers stock. I'm just okay. not.
1: They have all the players that you just said. So, who they don't have is Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell. They didn't have Le'Veon Bell all last year. And they didn't make the playoffs last year. James
0: Conner had great numbers. Then he got hurt. He probably played about the same amount of games as Le'Veon. Le'Veon was always missing games, always suspended. And by
1: the way, they missed the playoffs by one game, correct?
0: Yeah, they lost that home game to the Bengals.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They also lost... They also... Didn't they tie the Browns?
0: Yeah, first game of the year.
1: We watched that in Chicago? Yeah, we
0: were in Chicago.
1: Do you do you remember any any standout moments in that game? They missed the playoffs by one game. They tied the Browns in Week One, who hadn't won, who hadn't won a football game in two full fucking seasons. Do you remember? Is there anything stands out from that game for you? We watched it in a bar with guy on couch. I forget what happened. Ben Roethlisberger took a hot shit on the field. Ben Roethlisberger turned into a fucking Blake Bortles. Having sex with Nathan Peterman and shitting out a son that didn't know how to put a fucking football helmet on. Good visual right there. Yeah, it's the it was a, a horrific. I think he had five turnovers.
0: Again, the body of work for me is you threw for five thousand yards last year. You've been to three Super Bowls. I, I'm just saying, like
1: you're you, you know what you're saying, but what you're saying is. So, like, you have to be ahead here. That's like that's the name of the game for being a successful franchise. Yeah, you draft being a quarterback. A step ahead. You draft a quarterback, not a step behind. You draft a quarterback. There, I know. Okay, we're talking draft, three years. Okay, draft we're, a quarterback. Ben Roethlisberger signed through 2021. Now I'm I'm selling three my three years. Stock. Okay. Let, let,
0: let's say he only. We're
1: going to agree to disagree.
0: Okay, that's fine. But 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 my point is this: Let's say he only has two good years left in the tank. It's time to groom somebody else. I mean. All these guys are getting older. It's not just him. You know, obviously Brady's older than him. You have Drew Brees, you have the Phillip Rivers, you have the Eli's. The, these guys are all towards the you know the very tail end of their career. Mm-hmm. And my my you know, my stance is I get it he had Antonio Brown last year. He still had a good year. I, I don't think and I could be wrong. I don't think Ben's numbers, the Ruther Curses getting get put out there. I don't think he takes a huge hit on numbers this year. Yards, I don't think I don't think he'll throw for 5000 yards again. I think Ben still throws for 4500 yards and 30 touchdowns. And they're going to compete in that division. But you're right, we can agree to disagree. Yeah. That's fine. I
1: I mean my my thing is the Steelers have made one thing very clear. Their team Ben Roethlisberger over everybody and Yeah. And yeah. And multiple people this offseason have said the problem with the Steelers, their team, Ben Roethlisberger, over everybody, and they, and they doubled down on it.
0: They did. And we'll see.
1: Yeah, we'll see.
0: Another big signing in the AFC North, a big kicker signing. I like when the kickers get some love. Justin Tucker for the Ravens signed a four-year, $23 million contract with $12.5 million guaranteed for the first two years and another $8 million in signing bonus. I like it. He's a great... I think kickers are truly underappreciated. They make the difference in so many of these games. Justin, Justin Tucker is arguably the best kicker in the National Football League. I love the signing, especially when you have an offense like the Ravens.
1: Yeah, we're gonna kick a lot of field goals.
0: Every point is gonna matter, and
1: your quarterback yeah. is on a rookie deal. So yeah, pay your kicker.
0: I'm 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 a big fan of this. I like it. Well, the Seahawks are—they're already doing what they had to do because they paid Russell Wilson. We we all saw this coming.
1: Yeah, it, it, it was part of the. It was part of the conversation before the Russell Wilson sign. It was like, okay, and then they they've got to sign Frank Clark and blah 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 blah, and yeah, here we go. Yeah, and a lot of people are doing like a lot of people are doing the, like I don't know if it's Seahawks fans or whatever is like the oh the the Chiefs like they lost D Ford but they got Frank Clark and they've downgraded. It's like, nah, I don't. That's not how that works. Like, yeah, D Ford is a good player, but like Frank Clark.
0: Frank Clark had 15 sacks last yeah, year. Yeah.
1: Frank Clark, you know, argu- I mean, I wouldn't even say arguably better. No, I'm sorry, better. 14. Like, I wouldn't even say arguably better. I would say better, like better run stopper, younger, healthier. Yeah. I mean, m- m- only slightly younger, I believe. I'm healthier. More expensive, obviously, but, you know, they signed him to a $100 million deal for how many years?
0: Uh, let me pull it up. He signed a hundred and five million dollar deal for five years with the Kansas City Chiefs that includes sixty three point five million dollars.
1: And so like the Chiefs strategy is pretty clear.
0: They've been bulking up on D. They know they need it.
1: They're doing they're doing the what the what the Rams did. Exactly. They they've got a quarterback on a rookie contract. Let's get all of them now all the guys now. And then when we have to pay Mahomes, well, We'll probably pay Mahomes, but for now, let's give us everybody. I
0: like what Kansas City's doing.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, if you're a Chiefs fan, or if you live in Wichita and like to drive three hours to Kansas City to see your local sports team play,
1: yeah, another state. It's fine. It's got Kansas in the name. I always get that confused. Yeah, how do
0: I get that confused? I always get that confused.
1: Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah, Missouri.
0: I literally have driven through there. I've been to the city many times. Tomato, tomato.
1: I don't know how that's used in this situation, but okay. (laughs) When in Rome, I guess. (laughs) But
0: for the Seahawks, I mean, look, guys. It's what happens when you gave Russ all that money. You're getting their draft pick, but it's not like it's that good of a pick. It's like the 29th pick. Yeah. You better hope that 29th pick pans out. And we all know it's a crapshoot when you draft in the NFL. Yeah.
1: The, the end of the first round. So fucking tough. So that's what's going on. But, but like, I, I mean, I think we all agree. I mean, even you as the world's biggest rust slurper, like, we all agree, like, that's a, that was a lot of money. I didn't defend that contract. Right, I know. That's what I'm saying. You didn't. But Ch- Seahawks fans are happy, I guess, right? Like, this is like, well, we knew this had to happen. We demand Russ. Like I, I've been talking with Seahawks fans. Seahawks fans still going back and forth with me on this fucking Russell Wilson thing. It's like you can go back and forth all me with me all you want about we. You know, we talked about like his stats versus two years for Trubisky, and it was like, oh, they're way better. No one's saying they weren't better. What I said the other day is that the article from the Ringer brought Trubisky up as somebody that you should cut from your team when his rookie contract is over. And Russell Wilson is somebody you should pay the most money that's ever been paid anybody in f- the f- history of football. <laughs> yeah, he's a significantly better first two years, but not that much better.
0: What did, did you see what Russ did? What what he's given his O linemen?
1: He's given like fucking no, but, no, Amazon but, stock. But or I find like this that.
0: interesting. So he's given, I'll give him credit for not just the starters, he gave all 13 O linemen $12,000. I'm sorry, 12,000 shares in Amazon stock. And at the time, Amazon stock was trading at almost 2,000 a share. Do we think this is a lame gift or should he just give them cash? So basically, he gave each O-Lyman about $24,000. If you do the math on that.
1: Wait, the, he gave him 12 shares or he gave them $12,000 in Amazon stock? Oh, uh, The... Oh, is it not? I think it's, it, according to your headline, it's gave them $12,000 in Amazon stock. So trading at $2,000 a share, gave them six oh, shares of Amazon each. Correct?
0: It's not 12,000 shares.
1: 12,000 shares at
0: $2,000. You're right. You're right. He gave each player a total of $12,000 in stock.
1: Right. I mean, it's cool, I guess. If any of these guys not a fucking day trade, like what the <laughs> fuck are we talking about? I mean, I, that. By the way, that's
0: where I should have read that Robin Hood ad.
1: Yeah, I misplaced that in this this yeah. episode. Um, I mean, whatever. Like, it's free money, right? So, if, how many of
0: those players do you think just say just cash that out right away?
1: I, I mean, that would be probably dumb. Like, it's free money. Just keep it's it in Amazon. there. Yeah, keep it in there and hope it fucking. Explodes.
0: You think Russ might have a download deal with Amazon knowing this would get press? Conspiracy theory. What?
1: A download deal? Oh, a download deal. Yeah,
0: download deal. Yeah. Which would that be illegal? Insider insider so trading.
1: Thirteen times twelve, he's given out like a hundred and sixty six million dollars hundred and sixty six thousand dollars in Amazon stock to he's, his off the line.
0: He's given a hundred and forty four. Jesus Christ, 156. I have a yeah. calculator here. Wait, it's 13 It's 13 times 12?
1: Yeah, it's 156. Yeah. I, how did I get that
0: wrong with a calculator on my computer? I
1: don't know. You didn't use it, obviously. In math.
0: I'll give him credit. That's a lot.
1: Oh, he just got paid 100 and whatever million I'm dollars. just saying, though. <laughs> Fuck. Uh,
0: dude, dude, here's the thing. They were comparing what other quarterbacks who signed deals. Nobody's giving away 150 grand worth of stuff. They were showing, like, oh, Aaron Rodgers got them all, you know, like Apple stuff or whatever, like to give it to all 13 guys. But I mean, look, I get it too. He just signed a $140 million deal. But I I expect. uh,
1: She's just gotten everybody Amazon Prime. (laughs) What's that? She's gotten everybody an Amazon Prime subscription.
0: That'd be some dick shit. By the way, we got a Golden State game right now. They're losing by 13. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna say this right now. There is no way in hell the Golden State Warriors lose this game. You wow. heard it here first. At 8-15 left, third quarter, 81-68, Clippers over Warriors. There is no, no way, way in, hell in hell that the Warriors lose this game. No way in hell. The Ruther curse has been uh, extended. It's been put out there. Okay, moving on. Some more NFL news. Tyreek Hill will not be charged with the crime. Okay. However, I paid close which, attention which,
1: to this. I, I don't even remember. I'm still lost at this point. His
0: kid's arm was broken.
1: Right, it's, okay. It's bad stuff. Right.
0: I watched the whole press conference. I watched everything today. Basically, the prosecuting attorney said a crime was committed. They know a crime was committed. They do not have enough evidence to know who did it, whether it was him or his wife or his significant other, or whatever her name is. They don't, they don't. There's not enough evidence yeah. District to District attorneys
1: commit. do not uh, charge people with crimes that they don't think that they can prove. Exactly.
0: And that's what he said. I think that's important for people to know. They do not charge crimes against people they don't think they can prove, but a crime was committed. My question to you is, what do the chiefs do here? If they're oh. claiming...
1: The Chiefs, I, I mean, I think what will they do, or what should they do? Both, probably the same thing. Just keep Tyreek Kill because what are they going to do? Cut him and then let's whoever wants to fucking take the bad press, sign him immediately. I mean,
0: we're talking about child endangerment, like like it's on the same level of you know beating a woman. It's one of the one of the Worst things you can do,
1: right? And Adrian Peterson did it, and Adrian Peterson had a fantastic season for the Redskins last year.
0: Well, uh, his his he spanked his kid with the, with a
1: a switch. Went out and got a fucking stick out of the backyard and beat his kid with it.
0: I guess I'm not fully aware of the level of the injuries to that kid versus breaking a child's arm. I, I don't know. I mean, I know it's tough to
1: scale child abuse. It's the same. We're talking. It's the same thing over and over and over again in the NFL. Somebody's going to sign him, so you're going to give away your best receiver to somebody else for free because he broke his kid's arm and wasn't charged. Like we've we've gone down this road on the NFL a million times, and I'll say it again, and I'll say it once for the fucking yeah. red hat. Where's in the back, Colin Kaepernick ain't in the league because he kneeled for the National Anthem. All these guys, they're all going to stay. He's not going to be fucking suspended. He's not going to be anything. Whatever happened, whatever didn't happen, doesn't matter. He's going to be fine. So why would the Chiefs cut him? What kind of shitty? That would be stupid. If If I were the head of the Chiefs, I'd go, Somebody's gonna sign him. And if he's gonna be in the league anyway, why shouldn't he be in the league with us? What are we out here to prove? We already lost our running back, and now the fucking Browns have him. They signed him like fucking six weeks later. And they got a they got a great deal.
0: I mean he had a monster year last year. Like
1: monster fucking year. And not a single fucking Chiefs fan gives a fuck what well, he did. Facts. Fact. No one that owns a Chiefs jersey is like, cut him. No one.
0: I mean, he had almost 1,500 yards. If I know anything about touchdowns. the internet, everybody
1: that owns a Chiefs jersey is like, it's his kid. He can break his arm if he wants. What the fuck? Who are you to tell me? Fuck. Oh, you can't break your son's arm? Thanks. I don't live in Liberal California. But, don't tell me what I can and can't do. But you
0: forget you're forgetting one thing. This isn't all this isn't necessarily hundred percent about the Chiefs. The NFL will do their own investigation and they might say, We're suspending you half the season.
1: And then what? Still keep him. Then you don't have to pay him for half the season. Look, it's not the right answer, but at this point, these guys just end up on another team.
0: Yeah. You're right.
1: Jerry Jones, is like Jerry Jones, is literally masturbating and p- praying a rosary at the thought of them cutting him. He's like, "Please God, please cut him, please, please, please cut him." He, he, Jerry Jones has already paid for a, a, a secret employee of the Dallas Cowboys to move to Kansas City, get on LinkedIn, hang outside the facility with a resume. LinkedIn. He needs to know at least. Three minutes in advance if Tyree Kill's getting hit. There is somebody in the Chiefs organization right now that was placed there by Jerry Jones solely to find out if this guy's getting cut so he can sign him before he leaves the building. Jerry Jones gives zero fucks. Jerry Jones' is like, I'll break my son's arm right now if I get Tyree Kill. He goes, I'll break any son. Give me a kid. I'll break his arm. I'll fucking karate chop the kid to death right now if you let me sign <laughs> Tyree Kill.
0: Karate Chop.
1: My phone is going a bonkers.
0: My phone was too. I forgot to turn it off. You got to do that off button, fam.
1: Yeah. So if I'm the Chiefs, I keep Tyreek Hill.
0: Marshawn Lynch is retiring again, supposedly. Well,
1: I no, wouldn't, I wouldn't stick around and play for the Raiders. That's for sure. C.T. Play on that fucking Raiders team. They just send all their scouts home. Fucking organizations in disarray. Yeah. Save your brain cells, son. Yeah. Go back to Scotland. Start riding tricycles around fucking bus stops again.
0: Just, just you know, head back to Oakland. Just smoke your weed. Eat your Skittles. Have some banana cognac.
1: Not great the last couple of years.
0: No, not great. And so, like you said.
1: So, rip beast mode.
0: Not a good situation at all for him to finish his career. So, might as well just call quits. Sign,
1: I, signs with the Patriots week four sets a, sets a record for touchdown scored in a season. Yeah. In, in 12 weeks.
0: But I do have some advice for Marshawn when he retires. I, you know, he seems like a guy who likes <laughs> this guy. He seems like a guy. Uh, Who's
1: next to fucking Lawler on the left?
0: I like how he still uses that handheld mic.
1: Yeah, he goes full Dirk.
0: Marshawn seems like a guy who likes to uh, likes to party, likes to engage in the uh, the cannabis and some drinks. Yeah. I, th- I think I think Marshawn should really invest in some cheers. Cheers, because he's going to be doing he's going to be doing a lot of uh, he's going to have a lot of drinks.
1: Got a lot of free time on his hands. And he's older. He's older. Like myself. I love the cheers because I certainly, I'll tell you one thing. I ain't waking up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed like I was in my 20s. No. Pushing 40. I need a little help in the morning. So you use cheers. Yeah. A couple of those pills. A little powder in the drink. Throw that down. That's the last thing I do in the in the evening after uh, a couple beverages. Yeah. And uh, hard to say how much better I feel, but I feel better. That's for sure.
0: Well, guess what, Joe? Cheers is going to guarantee that you feel at least 50% better the next day. Guys, to use Cheers, simply take two to four capsules after your last alcohol beverage or before you go to bed. If you don't wake up feeling at least 50% better the next day, you'll get your money back guaranteed. Wow. To order, visit cheershealth.com. Enter promo code DIRTY at checkout to get 10% off your order and a free gift. I saw, I think we had some dirt balls do that. They'll send you that little free gift, which I know includes a beer koozie. That's cheershealth.com, promo code DIRTY for 10% off and a free gift with your first order. Cheers, the best thing to happen to alcohol since alcohol. With cheers... You're going to start feeling better when you wake up, and your liver is going to thank you. I know Joe's liver thanked him. He's uh, He's been engaging in some alcohol festivities lately.
1: Yeah, here and there.
0: Here and there, and the cheers is always giving a little extra pep in that step the next day. Yeah. Okay, the draft is tomorrow. Uh-huh. Nashville, Tennessee. Is that where it is? Nash, Vegas wow. this year. Okay. Lovely city. I do like Nashville. I technically completed my first marathon there. I'm doing air quotes right now. I and mean, I completed it. It was just dismal
1: time. Yeah.
0: But I'll be curious. It's another another interesting, you know, like last year, Baker Mayfield went one. Again, it's kind of boiling down to the whole quarterbacks. Where are they going? It looks like Kyler Murray is going to go to the Cardinals
1: or, or is that what the Cardinals want you to think? Exactly. I know nothing about this draft. This, this, is, this is one of the wildest. I, like, I could see a million things happening. I could see a million teams moving up, moving down. Certainly going to be. I feel like I feel like some big-name players are going to get moved in draft trades tomorrow.
0: Ooh. You mean players currently in the NFL?
1: Yes. Going to be involved in some draft trades. That's my prediction. Preno predicts. At least one. At least one big name is moved as part of an NFL draft trade.
0: Will you be watching the draft?
1: Yes. You will? Yes. I will too. I'll at least be watching through the sixth pick when my Giants draft. Yeah. So, we know that. Over now,
0: under 13 picks that Mel Kiper Jr. gets wrong.
1: in On day one? Yeah. I'm going over. Over. Yeah. Here's something, by the way, that um has come up the last few days this is, i i'm I, it's like it's actually wild to me and i know obviously i'm a giants fan and i'm the world's biggest Eli Manning slurper self-appointed people appointed love me some Eli Manning not even afraid to say it uh they've been doing a lot of the i've seen a lot of like the look back and and nfl.com i believe or maybe nfl drafts twitter today posted the Eli Philip Rivers uh, trade, um, and they showed all the details of it, and asked who won the trade. And goddamn, if the internet didn't let me down once again, like, who are you out there? You're there. Are there people that are arguing the tar- the, that, that, tr- that the Chargers won that trade? How how in the world is that possible? Be the voice of the people here, Andy. You're an Eli Manning hater. You're a Philip Rivers lover.
0: I am not an Eli Manning hater. Not by any means. Well, you have to go with the team that won two Super Bowls,
1: obviously. I, it's like it's common sense. I mean, look, we we all know rings, it's a team sport, but like, and again First of all, you I mean Okay, we could do the whole defense thing. The was the MVP of both those Super Bowls. He was. There's, there's, these are facts. We love to we love to live in facts on this show. He was, a, but also Philip Rivers hasn't been in a Super Bowl. Chargers have had some fucking fantastic teams. No, they've had
0: some weapons. I mean, he played Antonio Gates prime, Ladainian Tomlinson prime. Just, just I mean, just alone there, he played with two of the all time greatest players of the position in their primes. I mean, they went fourteen and two one year. Didn't win a playoff game.
1: And I'm assuming when you go fourteen and two, you're playing that game at home. Yeah. Eli Manning had a Super Bowl run, he wore the white jerseys the whole time. The next time he played one game at home and then went on the road the whole time. And we look at Eli Manning's playoff stats and just those two Super Bowl runs like who are you out there? People going like, Oh yeah, so clearly the Chargers won. I'm like Man, the internet is undefeated in its epic stupidity. I dare you, dirtballs, to <laughs> fucking to to fucking challenge. Like this isn't this isn't even about this isn't even about the this is about what has Philip Rivers accomplished as the quarterback of the San Diego Chargers? Where if that's the baseline of these two fucking teams, like, but hold on a second, you got Nate Cading along with it. You got like the Giants. Uh, let me tell you one thing from. Let me tell you one thing, as a Giants fan, guys. If you want to say you won this trade, fine. Because I don't fucking give a shit. I call me when Philip Rivers fucking is playing in a Super Bowl. Call me. You got my you should, you want to give by my phone number? You're not gonna be calling me.
0: Please tweet it, Joe Prano.
1: Yeah, I love like like I, I, again. I know I'm coming from this from a biased situation, but I'm like. Guys, this isn't even, like, kind of offended that the NFL even fucking tweeted that.
0: But what are they basing that off? That's my question. By saying won the trade.
1: Yeah. Who won the trade?
0: Because when you're you're saying team success, you couldn't argue that because one team won Super Bowls and one didn't. So that's why I'm confused by... The phrasing of that
1: statement That's even it's even more a thing It's not even like a player to player thing it's That's,
0: that's why I'm saying That's why I'm bringing that up I'm 15th saying-
1: anniversary This is from At NFL Research A verified NFL account 15th anniversary of the Eli Manning Philip Rivers draft day trade By the way That's how you're headlining it So let's just all agree That that's what the trade was Giants got Eli Manning Chargers got Phillip Rivers a 2004 third-round pick, which was number 65, Nate Kaden, kicker. 2005 first-round pick, number 12, Sean Merriman, our boy. 2005 fifth-round pick, 144, traded the pick. Who won the trade? I love also, by the way, Sean Merriman put Eli Manning out on his Instagram I and saw. on his Twitter. I saw. And I was like, why are you doing this to your fans, bro? Wait, what's wrong with you? Put the lights out on your Twitter, bro. Why are you trying to troll Chargers fans? What did what did you, I saw that Sean? He literally just put out a video of Eli Manning saying basically like, "I'm not going to the Chargers."
0: But what was Sean's purpose of doing that?
1: I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, are you trolling your own fans, dude?
0: Because I saw that on Sean. I think he was
1: trying to get people pissed off at like, and I I think he was trying to get people to say like, oh, look at old retard face." So glad we got Phil instead. I'm like. Guys, this is the hottest of hot trash takes. The hottest of hot trash takes. You're in a conference where every fucking other year Tom Brady goes to the Super Bowl and wins it. And you're talking about you won the trade where you gave up the Dragon Slayer. You fucking put
0: you you traded. Well, 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 relax on this Dragon Slayer talk again.
1: Eli Manning's beaten Tom Brady.
0: Eli's team has beaten Tom
1: Brady. Yeah. Phillip Rivers team has beaten Tom Brady fucking ever.
0: Yeah, his team wasn't holding Tom Brady to 14 points in the Super Bowl, though. Here we go.
1: <laughs> well, I mean part of that I guess is uh the the picking the kicker. Should have taken Justin Tuck at 65. You lost the trade, guys. You lost the trade, and it ain't an argument. And honestly, I I might boycott the NFL again this year just for tweeting that. What are you doing to these fans? I don't think that's – that's not coming from the NFL. At NFL Research. The verified NFL account. It
0: doesn't mean they're associated with the NFL.
1: The official Twitter account of the NFL Media Research Department, bringing you the best stats from around the league, based in Los Angeles, California. The link is NFL.com. NFL. Trolling, motherfuckers. Well,
0: Joe, the good news is this. The NFL Network—it's probably coming from there. It's about six miles away from here in Culver City.
1: You boys, Donald, lost your own minds! Qu- quit getting drunk after work at fucking backstage.
0: But we all know who's running the social media. It's some twenty-four-year-old kid who doesn't know shit about anything who thinks he's clever or funny.
1: Yeah, I see. I, the- I, it's the third time I've seen it this week, and I just thought, wild! How is this still happening? I'm again. I'm openly coming from a biased position, but also go home. You're drunk. Yeah. It's like who won the uh, James Harden the the Rockets trade? Go home. You're drunk.
0: Was he a free agent? No, they traded him. Ah, I forgot about that. By the way, this game is down to five points. Yeah, it was thirteen when. I made my claim that there's no way in hell the Warriors lose this game. Ooh, hard foul. Well, I'm excited for the draft. Uh I will be here in the Smut Studio. I don't know. Oh yeah, I'll probably be watching. Is it on ESPN or is it on simultaneously on NFL Network?
1: What's that? The draft?
0: Yeah. You I don't know, know, you know me. I love some NFL network.
1: Why? You have you have both here. True. So what's your question?
0: I'm debating which network to watch. Bigger fan of that. Yeah,
1: they do. They do I think they've done it on both the last couple of years, correct? I think so. Kuyper's an ESPN guy.
0: Yeah, Mel Kuiper Jr. and uh, Todd McShay is ESPN. NFL used to be Mike Mayock, but now he's right. the Raiders GM. He's the
1: only guy in the Raiders war room. Yeah. The Raiders War Room looks like fucking Will Smith and I Am Legend. <laughs> Just Mike Mayock and a fucking German Shepherd uh,
0: <laughs> sitting in a goddamn bathtub. It's like that's a Photoshop. Put out the bath signal. Any of you guys listening? That's an in-house dirty sports one. Well, Joe, you said you wanted to keep the show under an hour and 45 minutes. That'd be I'm look-
1: great. I'm tired.
0: I'm looking at the timer. We are at an hour and 35 minutes. So let's wrap this Peace. up. Dirtballs, thank you so much for everyone who has submitted iTunes reviews. I sent out five koozies, sets of koozies today. I have three more sitting there, even more I'm trying to send out. So if you drop an iTunes review, leave your Twitter handle or Instagram handle. I'm following everybody back, and you get two koozies. That is my thanks to you for supporting the show. Much appreciated. And uh, leave those on iTunes and follow us at the Dirty Sports on Twitter and Instagram.
1: Going to do a quick shout-out to uh, Dr. Dirtball. My boy Zach Olmstead yeah. who sent me a care package today, which included, amongst other things, the uh, the Hunter Thompson book uh, that was. I know the author was on Rogan. He told me about that. I did. Uh, you want know, to grab that? Yeah, grab that a, book for us, Aaron. It's on the uh, he also sent me. I believe it's uh, Keith Richards biography, and also a sweet love, free kingdom, uh, a uh, and a little. Amulet, which was awesome. It says uh, something about being local, which is awesome. Shout out to uh, Dr. Dirtball Zach Olmstead for that. You're my favorite uh, man alive behind Tom Selleck at the moment. So next time I see you, a uh, mocha frappuccino from Starbucks. Cool. A venti one. How about that? Um, And uh, follow me on Instagram, at Joe Prano. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Fix Your Life. Go to com and check out shows. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Do all those things. Also, yeah, I guess that's it for me. Also, go. Also, stop drinking alcoholic beverages if you think the San Diego Chargers on that trade.
0: <laughs> and uh, you can follow me at Andy Ruther. And if you want to explain to me why living in Wichita, Kansas is similar <laughs> to living in Los
1: Angeles. DM him on Instagram.
0: DM me, because I'm willing to engage in a totally personable conversation and explain to you why there is no direct correlation on any level of living in Wichita versus living in Los Angeles, California. four-wheeler's
1: bro. <sighs> Andy, if you wanted to go right now and get tacos, could you get on an ATV and do it?
0: I could technically.
1: I don't know if you could. I'm not sure what the laws are riding ATVs up and down Venice Beach, but Oh,
0: along the beach, probably not.
1: Yeah. Or on the streets, I don't know if ATVs are But if are I wanted to get legal. tacos, I have a million options. Well you could sure, sure you could walk there, but like Yeah. What are you alive? <laughs> 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 what, what what's
0: what's always lost in this that I want to reiterate to everybody one last time. I lived in the Midwest for the first 22 years of my life. I still love the Midwest. Do you? (laughs) I love the people. All right, follow me at Andy Ruther. That is the show. Oh, yeah, and if you want to check out my other podcast, The Dent Report, I had my old boss, my buddy Lance Bass on this week. It was a good episode. We talk about his new documentary and uh, I think it's a really good episode. So check that out as well. Okay, Dirtballs, that's the show. Thanks for sticking around. Thanks to everybody on YouTube. Have a great weekend. We'll be back hopefully Sunday night. Be safe, be smart, and stay dirty.